Welcome to Lessons with Landon. It's Friday. I know a normal service comes out on Sunday, but I wanted to be able to have this service before the Oklahoma Annual Conference tonight so that we can lift up a prayer towards the Oklahoma Annual Conference. Also, yesterday was the Wilson Lectures at OCU. So that means we bring a religion scholar to come in and work with uh, students of the religion department, faculty of the religion department, and then any other person that might be interested, whether that be laity or clergy members. We also give out continuing education credits for clergy members who want to come. And so today, I'm going to take something that I learned from Dr. Marcia McPhee yesterday and then apply that to today's worship. We're going to have what's called a worship jingle. And every week before we have our lesson, we're going to say a prayer, and then we're going to sing our worship jingle, which is the chorus of the 1980s contemporary Christian song, Sanctuary. So I hope that you... uh, are going to enjoy today's lesson over the last of John Wesley's three graces. So, sanctifying grace. If you don't know sanctuary, you can look it up online. But my goal is that we sing it enough every single week that it's an earworm in your head and that you start to sing it even when you're not in service. You start to reflect upon the meaning of what sanctuary actually means. So please get ready as we prepare our hearts and minds for prayer. Hey y'all, we are about to get into prayer. Before we get into prayer, I would like to lift up a prayer request that I have, and that is for the Oklahoma Methodist Conference, annual conference. They have a special session of annual conference that is being called tomorrow. If you know what annual conference is, then you know that that is the business of the church that has to get done, whether we like it or not. And some of that can be really hard to get done. Some of what they're talking about we may not agree with. Some of what they're talking about may sound boring or not important, but it has to get done and we pray that the annual conference is able to get that business done peacefully and safely. We also probably have heard things that are going on related to that conference, and so we just hope that you would pray for the Oklahoma Annual Conference and the Oklahoma Missionary Indian Missionary Conference. So if you could, please bow with me in prayer. Dear Lord, we thank you for this wonderful day in which you have provided for us, this wonderful week where we have been able to see your love flowing out through the lives of others. Whether it was in chapel worship on Thursday, whether it was in church on Sunday, or just someone that we passed by while going to work or while eating at a restaurant. We thank you for everything that you do and everything that you will do for us. And we pray that you will keep us safe and watch over us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for joining me in prayer. Now, if you will prepare your hearts and minds as we sing Sanctuary to get prepared for the worship. If you haven't heard of the song Sanctuary, Sanctuary is a 80s contemporary Christian hymn. 
It is really short, so it's more of a jingle than it is a hymn. So we're going to learn choruses. We're going to learn the chorus, and eventually, after you learn the chorus, it'll be something that gets stuck in your head, and you'll just start singing it like an earworm when you're not paying attention. So let us prepare our hearts and minds for this song and then the word. Welcome back. We hope you enjoyed that little Christian jingle or the earworm. Um, we're going to be talking about grace's power over sin, sanctifying grace. You can find the study of the three Wesleyan concepts of grace from the United Methodist Communications. The question we are asking today is, what is more powerful, your sin or God's grace? That question was asked by Matt o, Reverend Matt O'Reilly. He is the pastor of St. Mark's United Methodist Church in Mobile, Alabama. He says, if it's true that God's grace is more potent and more powerful and can overcome our sin, then what does your then what does that look like in your daily life? John Wesley, the founder of Methodism, believed that God's grace is more powerful than sin, motivated his tireless work to begin the Methodist movement. He gathered Christians into small groups for support and encouragement as they lived into their faith. They confessed their sins, watched over one another, and loved their neighbors as Jesus did. We talked about God's provenient grace, which is the God's work before we know it. And it can and it is convicts us of our sins and our need for Christ as we receive forgiveness. Our spiritual growth continues by God's sanctifying grace. We mature as disciples of Jesus Christ. Wesley said in a sermon, the one he writes the one he writes of justifying grace implies what God does for us through the Son, the other what God works in us by the Spirit. Sanctifying grace. The word sanctify means simply to make holy, but not in a holier-than-thou sort of way. Instead, God's sanctifying grace helps us more and more into our likeness of Christ. As the Holy Spirit fills our lives with the love for God and our neighbors, we begin to live differently. As the Apostle Paul writes in Romans, be transformed by the renewing of your minds so that you can figure out what God's will is, what is good and pleasing and mature. Romans 12, 12. Sanctifying grace to us, Sanctifying grace signifies to us that we haven't arrived. The Reverend Gary Henderson of United Methods Communication says, We are reminded that we are under construction. We are becoming what God is creating us to be. 
In the hymn we know as Love Divine, All Love Exceeding, Charles Wesley expresses a longing to be transformed by God's grace. He writes, Finish thy new creation. Pure and sinless let us be. Let us see thy great salvation. Perfect restored in thee. Changed from glory into glory. Till in heaven we take our place. Till we cast our crowns before thee. Lost in wonder, love, and praise. As we sing these words, God asks us to continue to work in our We ask God to continue to work in our life to finish us into the pure and sinless people we were created to be. This may sound like a lot, but God's grace is greater than our sin. Wesley prescribed some ways we can put ourselves in the position to receive God's sanctifying grace. These are things we do to grow towards holiness apart in life, as Wesley called mature faith. The United Methodist Church understands that the means of grace in four basic categories, the acts of worship, devotion, justice, and compassion. Acts of worship include things like going to church and receiving the sacrament of communion. Acts of devotion are those like prayer, private Bible study, and private times of worship. We know these things draw us closer to Christ, but we don't stop there. Also important are acts of compassion, like reaching out to our neighbor in need and telling a friend about God's love for them. Acts of justice, working to eliminate racism and advocating for the poor and marginalized, are also means of grace. Through participation in these means of grace, we put ourselves in spaces physically, mentally, and spiritually. We make room for the Holy Spirit to work in our lives. Our spiritual growth is a gift given to us through the sanctifying grace of God. As we seek to grow in love for God and neighbor, God works in us to eliminate sin from our lives. Why? Because God is greater than our sin. God's grace is greater than our sin, not only following our deaths, but in our lives today. As I said, if you want to hear more, you can always check on our past episodes about the three graces, or you can look at the hymns that Charles Wesley had written to seek those that have redemption in the blood of Jesus Christ. The hymns for those that seek and those that have redemption in the blood of Jesus Christ. You can also look online and find more into John Wesley's Three Types of Graces. One of the things that I think is really interesting that I found out this week is that there's a Wesleyan study Bible. It has notes and little tidbits from John Wesley in there. It's in the Common English Bible. So it's going to be Common English for you to understand, but it has notes and tidbits from John Wesley in there. So we hope that you enjoyed this. If you wouldn't, please bow with me in prayer. Dear Lord, We thank you for this provenient grace that you have given us, this grace that we had before we were even born, and then the justifying grace to justify that we have your love. And then we thank you for this sanctifying grace, this grace that is still working, letting us know that you are there and you are working within us. 
We pray to strive to be more pure and holy. As John Wesley says, we should strive to be more perfect. We know that we cannot be perfect, but we can show your grace by living out your light in other people's lives. So we pray that you will help us show people the light and the way in our lives and be that shining beacon for someone that just needs help in time of need. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.